0: Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael.
1: Thank you for listening in to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. This show is about you, and we want to help you today, please God. In this show, we're going to be talking about honoring God with our relationships, and we'll end up focusing a little bit on the marriage relationship. In the second half of the show, we're going to be joined by guest Darnell Weathersby of Lead One. We're going to learn a little bit about that. But I want to just kick us off in this show thinking about honoring God with our relationships. And and I think about the friends that we have, and and I want to tell you, we just finished a, a big snowstorm here in the Chicagoland area, and I have two shovels and one son at home, and we're working hard to shovel out of the end of our driveway, and don't you just love the snow plows? I mean, they clear the road. We honor the snow plow drivers, but I sort of uh, have some tension when they bury the end of my driveway. and. I'm out there, and and my son had given up, and I'm alone at the end of the driveway, shoveling out. Lo and behold, my neighbor, who is just blowing snow like crazy with the snowblower, drives over, waves at me, and, and finishes the end of my driveway. And I thought, that kindness, that generosity, although not spiritual, made an incredible difference to my shoveling efforts. And I thought, what a great act of friendship. You know, we want to honor God in our relationships. And as I introduced the topic of marriage, I want to do this through the lens of friendship. You are probably aware that there's a lot of, can I say, backbiting that happens in our world. People talking about other people Whether they can hear them or not, this idea of cyberbullying is a a big reality. And I like to give this definition of a friend, uh, and this is something that I created. Here's one of the definitions I use. A friend is someone who says good things about you behind your back. A friend is someone who says good things about you behind your back. Ecclesiastes talks about friendship in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, I'll read starting with verse 9. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either one of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, Two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. See, the main point in verse 9 is expounded in the rest of these verses. And I'll give us just some insight quickly. First, two can work better than one. uh, So to have a larger profit, this is a proverbial approach to saying that two are more productive than one. What a great truth about friendship. The second truth, In Ecclesiastes is that friends help each other in a time of need. See, relationship, friendship counters loneliness. One of the greatest things that are sweeping our nation and world today, loneliness. Relationship offers a helping hand. Relationship. Relationship includes giving priority to one another. See, we can receive from others, but we can also give to others. I'm Michael Smith, you're listening to Your Discipleship Coach, and we're talking today about honoring God in our relationships. Ultimately, we'll talk about the the marriage relationship. But the third truth I want to pull from Ecclesiastes chapter 4 is that the, there's a giving of emotional comfort to one another. It talks about the two lying down together, and this is about two travelers that just need to be warm in the cold desert night. Uh, the usage here is a metaphor for emotional comfort. And then lastly, I'm not doing a whole Bible study, but I'm giving you something to work on on your own, is that, that friendship gives each other protection. And not just having two friends, but an entire network of friends. Three friends are even better, even stronger. You know, there are so many relationships in our life. There are relationships between ourself and God. There's a relationship between a husband and a wife a parent and a child, a friend to a friend. And we're going to focus the rest of this show on the marriage relationship between a husband and a wife. See, my my belief this particular episode, this show, is, is I want to be clear when I talk about marriage. I'm talking about the marriage institution that God designed between a man and a woman, a husband and a wife. You know, there's a lot of battles against this concept of marriage, You know, the reality of divorce has swept the world, swept our nation, swept all of our lives uh, in relationships that we have. This divorce is real. Extramarital intimacy is a word I use, whether it's before marriage or during marriage. But this extramarital intimacy crowds out God's design for a biblical marriage. The whole reality of the topics related to gender nowadays really combat God's design for marriage it's something we could deal with in a show on its own but I want to just talk for a moment about God's biblical design for a husband and a wife you're listening to am 1160 hope for your life and we're this is your discipleship coach we're talking about honoring God with our relationships and as I think about the marriage relationship of course we have to explore Ephesians chapter 5. First, there's a verse that speaks to wives. Verse 22, wives, submit to yourselves, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. And then it, there's a uh, an address to husbands, starting with verse 25. Husbands, loves, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. To make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. Now, I like to say that this passage, that the primary responsibility lies with the husband. You hear this idea of wives submit to your husbands, but let's look at the husband first. The assignment here, husbands, is to love your wife. The standard of love is a standard that's been modeled and exemplified by Christ in his love for the church, who gave himself up completely, even unto death, for the church. You know, this is an example that Christ says to the husband, we ought to love our wife to death. That might be figuratively. For some, it could ultimately be a real statement. But the call here, husbands, is to love your wife to death. Love her to the point, as we read the example in these verses, that you love your wife for her benefit. There's a sacrificial love, husbands, that we must give to our wives. This creates sort of a unique Context and perspective when we talk about wives submitting to your husbands as unto the Lord. See, we, there should be a strive for every wife to be the bride to her groom, the same as a church should be prepared for the return of the groom, the bridegroom, that is Jesus. I like to say it like this If the husband is responsible to fulfill the requirement to love his wife, then the wife, you're truly submitting yourself. To being loved responsibly by your husband. You're submitting to being loved. The, the preparation and excitement that you give to being ready for your groom, the, the honoring of your husband is all prepared so you can be loved by your husband. Hey, in the second half of the show, we're going to be joined by guest Darnell Weathersby of Lead One. He works with with others and talks to this topic. They do marriage conferences, he and his wife, charnel, and they speak to this. I'm excited to hear how we can learn to honor God. Uh, through our marriages as we talk with Darnell. But I want to end this front segment by just asking our listeners if you've ever thought about receiving coaching. Hey, at YourDiscipleshipCoach.com, we offer a free coaching readiness assessment. You can go right to the website, YourDiscipleshipCoach.com, and click on... The, the free questionnaire right there, a coaching readiness questionnaire. And you can uh, fill out the questions there, and I personally will respond and get back with you. We also are today uh, drawing a free 30 minute coaching conversation with me. So there's still time for you to hear this show. There's still time to get that in. We're going to announce the winner. So if you're interested in having a free 30-minute coaching conversation. Just let us know. Visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com to let us know. Hey, we're talking today about how to honor God with our relationships, and specifically how to honor God in our in our marriage as a husband and as a wife. We're going to be joined in just a moment by guest Darnell Weathersby of Lead One. So thank you right now for listening in to your discipleship coach. This is Michael Smith. I'm here to partner with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. What we do here at this show is offer encouragement for you to apply biblical truth in everyday life as you pursue Christ. And that's what we want to do to help you in your life, honor God in your marriage. I thank you so, so much for listening in. You're one of our friends. We want to hear from you. Be sure to follow the show. Follow us on social media. Visit us at Your Discipleship coach.com but thank you for listening here at the am 1160 family you're listening to your discipleship coach on am 1160 hope for your life thanks for being here listen in for the second half of the show as we talk with darnell weathersby of lead one god bless you listen in Hey, we're back. Part two of the show. Thanks for listening to your discipleship coach partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm Michael Smith, your host, and we're here to offer you encouragement to apply biblical truth in everyday life as you pursue Christ. Today, we're talking about honoring God in our relationships, and we're zeroing in on the marriage relationship and we have guest with us today, His name, a friend of mine. His name is Darnell Weathersby of Lead One. Darnell, I'm so grateful you're on the show. Thanks for being with me today. Thank you so
2: much for having me. I'm definitely excited to share what God is doing in the context of relationships.
1: That's great. As we get started, why don't you introduce to us what in the world is Lead One?
2: Well, thank you so much for asking. So Lead One is a ministry that God birthed inside of my wife and I. Um, in 2013, and it's basically, it was founded to help inspire and empower individuals to walk in the fullness of their calling while maximizing their sphere of influence. So regardless of their season of life, um, we believe that all of us have a daily opportunity to empower others, regardless of our title or position. So it's definitely leadership development with the understanding of using our gifts to inspire others.
1: Wow, that's so commendable. Thanks for loving the church in that way and serving that purpose. I know that you do uh, quite a bit around this idea of marriage and relationships. And, you know, Darnell, that's what we're talking about on the show today, is how to honor God specifically in our marriages. And I'd love to hear from you. What can you tell us? What can you tell our listeners about honoring God in our marriages?
2: Well, we live in a very self-centered world. Um, In many of our society, we're continually being told that, you know, everything's about competition and competing with others. But I believe, unfortunately, that ideology and that concept has crept into marriage. And I believe that God wants to remind couples that you and your spouse are on the same theme, fighting together to accomplish the vision and the goals and the dreams that God has given you. So you're not meant to compete with each other, but you're meant to fight along alongside each other for the glory of God and for the, you know, the growth of the kingdom. That's why I believe marriage is so vital in today's day and time, because it reflects God's purpose on the earth.
1: Wow. I love this commitment. Uh, rather than, than than competing against, being on the same team— with your spouse and so what does that look like monday through friday uh you know i guess the weekends too but what does that look like to be on the same team with your spouse
2: Yeah, so i think it's a situation where you know both husband and wife have an opportunity to create an environment where both you and your spouse can thrive so being on the same team is saying I'm going to pour life, I'm going to speak life into you. I'm going to pour into you so that you can thrive and do what God has called you to do, also understanding that you're doing the same for me. So when I use the word same thing, we're both advancing the kingdom together, using the strength, using the accomplishments, using the gifts that God has given us individually. We come together as one, rooted in Christ and glorify Him with those gifts and talents. So that's the power of being on the same team. And Monday through Friday, that's the opportunity we have to walk in that obedience, if you will.
1: This is so powerful. So you're making me think of of a, a new question here. You're talking about an environment, to create this or set an environment to help your spouse thrive. So to contrast that, rather than competing, there's this environment where we're helping each other thrive. What, what does that look like as a man? How, how do you set an environment thinking about helping your wife thrive? What, what does that mean for you?
2: It definitely means, you know, once again, I have to be a student of my spouse. I have to be able to um, basically support her, if you will, and create opportunities where she comes alive, where she's able to thrive, and removing any unnecessary obstacles that might prevent her from walking in the fullness of her calling. So I have to study her, and once again, as individuals, we change from one season to the next. So Mm. what was applicable a year ago or five years ago may not be applicable today in this season of your marriage and both, individual seasons that you're both navigating. So I think it's important that we study our spouses not for what they used to be and not what we hope they become, but who are they in the moment, and how can God use us to be that vehicle to make sure they live all the purpose that God has put inside of them.
1: Wow. Hey, you're listening to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith, and I have guest Darnell Weathersby of Lead One on with us. And as you're listening, I don't want to move too fast. I feel like, Darnell, you just gave a free gold <laughs> to every listener here when you're talking about studying your your spouse because things change. So not just what, you know, once we study something and we learn something about our spouse that, that might be different later. So not just what they were, but what they are and what they're they're becoming. How how do you how do you commit to continual study of your spouse?
2: Um, it's it's literally by the grace of God, you know, mm-hmm. and left unto ourselves. We're all selfish, left to ourselves. We're all looking out to make sure we have what we need. And it's only by God's grace I found over 17 years of marriage, that I can take a step back and say, okay, I'm looking out for my spouse because God is my refuge, my strength, and my foundation. So God is pouring into me that I can pour into her. God mm-hmm. is pouring into her and she can pour into me. So therefore, I don't have to look out for myself because I know God has blessed me with a spouse who's committed to making sure that I'm all that God has called me to be. And I'm committed to making sure all that he's called to be. So therefore, that removes that self-centeredness because we're believing that God will meet our individual needs as we look to meet the needs of our spouse.
1: Wow, this is awesome. I, I, I love one of the things you, you said in so many words is sharing with your spouse what God has shared with you. and 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 boy, I like this. I wrote this one down. Rather than worrying about, do I have what I need? As a husband, you're asking the question: Does my wife have what she needs? And if you're a wife, Definitely. you're asking: Does my husband have what he needs? Wow, what a great philosophy! I, I'm still curious about the studying your wife. So, so, and, and I'm, you know, wives can study their husbands too. I'm talking to you, Darnell. So, when you're yes. studying your wife, what what are you looking for? What are you looking at? How, how do you how do you help a, a husband right now listening in? How do you help us study our wives? Um, I always
2: try to look for what are the areas that make her come alive Hmm. and attempt to give her the frequent opportunities to walk in those opportunities. At the same time, I'm attempting to remove any obstacles that will hinder her from Hmm. walking in those experiences that help her come alive. So Hmm. if you know her life, which Gary Chapman would say, study her, know her love language and part of knowing her love language is creating those unique opportunities where she feels loved, where she feels appreciated, but you have to speak it in the way she actually gets it and receives it. So you have to be a student of your spouse because that changes from one season to the next. Mm. The way she receives love in this season may be different five years from now, but you can no longer work off of old data, if you will. You have to always continue to to reboot and to reanalyze and and just make sure your understanding of her is ever-evolving and maturing and growing.
1: Hmm. Wow, it takes effort to give that much attention, but the reward is so worth it, isn't it?
2: Yes. It's so yes great. It's the best, one of the best gifts I believe God can give is you when you're navigating that marriage space and that intimate relationship, yep. one of the most intimate relationships we probably will ever have, this side of eternity, and you're doing it with a God-centered focus. Um, not only do you bear fruit within your home, but you bear fruit for those within your sphere of influence who, to see and to
1: grow from. I'm so um, glad, you, again, mentioned, reflection I'm so glad you mentioned. I'm so glad you mentioned the idea of the gift. You know, when I do premarital counseling, I often mention that the wife is a God's gift to the husband. And and the husband is God's gift to the wife. Hey, you're listening to Your Discipleship Coach. We've had guest Darnell Weathersby of Lead One on. And thanks for sharing your insights, Darnell. If you want to get a hold of Darnell or learn more about Lead One, you could just visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, scroll to Guests, and you'll be able to get a hold of Darnell and I just want to encourage you, this is the last chance you have to win the free 30-minute coaching session with me, Michael Smith. You can fill that out on yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. You'll also find, for every listener, a free coaching readiness assessment. You can fill that out, and I will contact you, and we will move forward on based on your coaching readiness. Thanks for listening in today as we've talked about honoring God in your marriage and in your relationships. I am Michael Smith, your discipleship coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. And I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. So thanks for following the show. Thanks for listening in. You're listening to your discipleship coach on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. I'm Michael Smith, your host. Thanks for listening in. Enjoy your evening, and God bless you. Have a great, great day.
0: Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. We hope you feel encouraged to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Be sure to follow Michael and Your Discipleship Coach on social media. You'll find the links at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And while you're there, you can click the Give Now button to support this show and to provide scholarships to pastors and Christian leaders to receive coaching. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life.